BYU Cougar Baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets want deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Uh, Mac Lardner, there's a bunt out in front of the plate. Catcher picks it up, Pinarini, and will throw Hill out. So the Cougars playing a little small ball here early, trying to get on the board. Runner moves up to third base, and uh, Brock Hale coming to the plate. Boy, Brock 0 for 3 last night, Clough 0 for 4. They've got to get these two guys going to have success in these next two days. Yeah, I mean, it's imperative that these guys find a way. They're, they're the heart and soul of this offense. When, when Clough and Hale are hitting, we're winning games. And so we really need to get these guys going, and hopefully today is the day that gets them started again. Brock steps in, first pitch, swing and a miss for strike one. Well, you look at Hale and Clough, I mean, really kind of co-MVPs. I yeah, mean, I, think, I agree. I think they're the two best offensive players in the league I agree. on the same team. And uh, very important to get this offense going. Pitched a uh, ball, hit hard, shortstop, got it. That's going to knock in a run. Hale is thrown out at first base. Hit it hard, but right at Ernie Yake. Yeah, we'll take that all day. So an RBI ground out. Cougars lead one to nothing, and that will bring... To the plate, uh, Jackson Clough, the shortstop. Double sacrifice, ground out, and the Cougars are on the board here early. First pitch down low for ball one. Clough, a sophomore out of Meridian, Idaho, the shortstop. Leads the Cougars with 56 RBIs. 1-0 pitch is over for a strike. Fastball. So Lardner, the left-hander, big kid, 6'4", 195 out of Templeton, California. That pitch is outside a little bit for a ball. Mike Lusky is the home plate umpire here today. Sean Rakos at first. Travis Katzenmeyer at second. Dan Main at third base. That pitch is over for a call strike. Infield, and Nick Nyquist at first base. Jack Crowell at second. Ernie Yake to shortstop. Brent Harris at uh, third. Fredrickson in left, Guthrie Morrison in center, Troy Johnstone in right field. There's a ball hit right at the second baseman, Crowell. He's got it and will throw Clough out. And the Cougars are retired. They got one run on one hit. No errors. Nobody left. We're through a half an inning. Cougars won. Bulldogs coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Cougars leading one to nothing after half an inning. Ernie Yake will lead it off. He'll be followed by Guthrie Morrison and then Troy Johnston for Gonzaga. These two teams have played three times this year in Provo. Gonzaga won two of three. They won game one and won three by uh, game by scores of four to two. Cougars came back with a 7-4 victory on that Friday. First pitch to Yake over for a strike. You know, Brent, that series was so crazy. It really came down to whatever team got the big hit late, and whoever did that won that game, and that was the difference in all three games. Here's the 0-1 pitch to Ernie Yake. Ball fouled off. I think two consecutive change-ups right there from um, Easton Walker to start the game off. Well, the, uh, That'll firmly implant yeah. in the back of a batter's mind that he's not uh, worried about throwing that pitch. Yeah, absolutely. The Zags hitters are allergic to right-handed changeups running away, and so you really want to give a ton of those if you can. Pitches up high for a ball. 
Yake, a 300 hitter. Excellent defensive shortstop. Two home runs, 29 RBIs, batting from the left side. Little bit of wind blowing directly out to center field here at the ballpark. That ball hit pretty well, right field. Brock Hale going back. It's in the wind, and that ball is out of here. Ernie Yake, his third home run of the year. Boy, got it up, and a short porch in right. And Gonzaga has tied this one up 1-1. It looked like a pitch up in the zone. Yeah, fastball right down the middle and elevated. And, and, and Ernie Yake, who's a really good hitter, you can't miss there to him. And, and he didn't miss that ball and hammered it to right. And this game is tied. Guthrie Morrison now steps in, center fielder. Easton Walker did not start against Gonzaga early in the year, but uh, he did come in and pitch uh, five good innings of relief in the game the Cougars won. That ball's fouled off for strike one. That uh, series was originally scheduled to be played in Spokane, but they had about two feet of snow on their field, so they called about three weeks early and said, hey, can we move it to Provo? And so they'll flop next year and go to Spokane. Pitches over for a call strike two. And that's where, that's where Easton needs to live, is right there at the knees. That's what makes him so good. No balls, two strikes. Here is Walker's pitch. That's down low for a ball. Morrison, a junior out of Seattle, 5'11", 157-pound center fielder. He's got one home run and 24 RBIs on the year. There's a curveball that's outside. And the count evens up at two and two. Here is the 2-2 pitch. Ball hit out right at uh, the second baseman, Connor Matthews, who throws him out. They could play there by Carson. Nice and easy. Nice location there by Easton. One man out, Troy Johnston steps in. Johnston, really incredible stats on the year. He has 27 doubles on the year. I think he's like third in the nation in doubles. Two triples, nine home runs, 45 RBIs, hitting 327, started every game for Gonzaga, and that ball is looped foul down the left field line. Yeah, behind uh, Brock Clough. Brock and Clough was, uh, was Johnston as far as player of the year candidate. They haven't announced as far as what the numbers came out, but from everything I've heard from all the coaches, that he was the guy that came right there behind him. Here's the 0-1 ball hit pretty well. Left center field. Jelich going over. He's going to get there and make the catch for the out. A good speed right there. Good good angle and break for Jelich right there. Ball was hit. It looked like it was going to be in the gap, but uh, Danny ran it down. Two men out, and Brett Harris steps in. Harris, the third baseman, he's out of Arlington Heights, Illinois. Hitting 301 as he steps in. This is a big physical team. This kid's 6'3", 200-pounder. And the first pitch over for a call, strike one. One One-one the score. Cougars got one hit in the top of the first, and then Ernie Yake led off with a home run for Gonzaga and tied it up. Elimination game today. One of these two teams will be going home at the conclusion of this ball game. The winner will play tonight, the late game, 
against the loser of uh, LMU and St. Mary's that will be played uh, this afternoon a little bit later. That ball is hammered down the line on a hanging curveball, and uh, Brett Harris around first base, and Harris into second base with a two-out double. Couldn't tell if that was a change that he just left up a little bit, but it was up in the hitting zone, and uh, Brett Harris certainly hit the ball hard. Fredrickson, left-handed hitter, now steps in. Gonzaga fell behind yesterday 5 to nothing after one inning and just couldn't come back. Got it back to within 5-3, and then uh, St. Mary scored a couple of more. And that game ended up 7-3 as uh, Fredrickson will step to the plate. Fredrickson, the left fielder. He is out of Woodenville, Washington. They're the home team, I guess. That was because of the flip of the coin. Yep, lost the flip last night. Pitch is fouled off for strike one. Bad day all around. Man, you lose a game and then you lose a flip. Yeah. It's time to turn things around. Let's win this one and then let's win the flip today. I agree 100%. Yeah, it's uh. It's kind of crazy how the number one seed only really doesn't do anything for you in this other than give you that time slot. You would think, hey, if you're the number one seed, you should just be home team at least every game you play because you've earned that. But it's not the way it works in this conference. No balls and a strike. Pitch is over for a strike. Talking to a few of the Gonzaga people today in their administration. and They were uh, really adamant also about adding at least two more teams to this tournament. Uh, I mean – BYU and Gonzaga are the only teams that need to fly. Yeah. Everybody else, and Can drive possibly there. Portland, yeah. Yeah. but everybody else, three or four-hour bus trip. Yep, exactly. I mean, the cost is not that much, and it's it's just a more legitimate tournament and a much more legitimate regular season. Pitch is a little bit down low. I'd like to see what they do in some tournaments, Brent, where the first round, so you, you add two more teams, and how it really works is, you know, the six plays the three, and the four and five play a single elimination game, right? The winner of that gets to move on into the tournament. If you lose, you're done. And then it turns into a two-game elimination for the rest of us, and uh, that way the first and second seed actually gets some sort of an advantage. The ball ripped into left right at McIntyre. He's there, makes the catch. Ball hit hard. And McIntyre had him played perfectly. We're through one, 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 the score, Gonzaga and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Austin Deming steps in, one, one, the score as we go to the second. Deming one for four, doubled yesterday down the, into the right field corner, and he swings and misses at a changeup. I don't know if I've seen, I've said change it more in the last two days than I have my entire life. And you're going to say it a bunch all day. Pitches on the outside corner for a strike 0-2. Because Lardner is a change-up first pitcher and then kind of just shows the fastball. Deming, McIntyre, Sapiti do up. Pitches outside. Very effective against right-handed hitters is that... uh, that left-hander, that ball moves away when he throws that change. Deming pops this one up and out of play. Well, the key, too, is that we've talked about in the scouting report is you have to see that change up up, right? Make him throw it for a strike. It has to be up and elevated. If you see it down, let it go down. Don't swing through it. 
Pitch to Deming is on the inside corner. Call strike three. That's a good pitch right there. Tip your hat to Lardner right there. Been cha- Everything the first uh, five batters he faced has been away, 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 and then he pounded fastball in. One man out, and Mitch McIntyre steps in, the left fielder. 290 average, seven home runs, 38 RBIs for McIntyre as he steps in with one man out. And the first pitch over for a strike. These, these Cougars have been their best after they've lost a game this year. When they've had to win games, like at San Diego. That's so when true. When they lost their first two. I mean, uh, or, or when they haven't played their best. They've come back and, and maybe played some of their best baseball of the year. And uh, so hopefully we're going to expect some of that here today. Yeah, I always have been able to really bounce back. When they're playing for their life, they've played really well. So hopefully today's just like that. Here's the 0-1 to McIntyre. Ball hammered. Left right fielder going back. It's over his head. Off the wall. McIntyre around first base. First baseman got in his way. And they I think they might give him third base. That was interference. The second base umpire pointed it out. They're going to just give him second. No, they're going to. Yeah, they're going to. Well, let's no, see. No, he's just giving him second. He's just going to go give his stuff to coach. Well, he saw it. Yep. He had to, go, he had to actually touch the first baseman and, and kind of jog out to get out of his way. Yeah, an unfortunate break there that was just about two well, or three feet. And I don't know how, as an umpire, you make that determination, but uh, but a little surprised the coaches aren't saying something there because easily I think they could have given him uh, third base. So a double by McIntyre, and Sapiti steps in. Ryan, the right-handed hitter, and he fouls a pitch off. Well, and see, the way it kind of works with interference, Brent, is that you're, you're allowed at the next base. But because the interference is between first and second, he's allowed at second base. So they can't give him second and third. It's only he, a one-base penalty. If he would have touched him between second and third, then they can give him third, which is an unfortunate. I, I, you know, I thought it was if, I mean, if he crashes into a guy and really slows him down, that the, uh, you know, under the umpire's discretion, he could move him on. But if that is the case, then uh, he belongs at second base. One and one the count. McIntyre's third double of the tournament as he had a couple of doubles yesterday. Drove in the only run for BYU. Well, this is the guy right here that we need to get going yep. again. He's been slow his last few games, and he was so hot there for about three. Lardner from throw back to the bag at second base. Nobody was even there. McIntyre was stepping on the bag, but the second baseman about 10 feet off the bag. So the Zags a little fortunate there that uh, the ball wasn't thrown into center field. Ball and a strike to Sapiti. And here is Lardner's pitch. A little bit outside for a ball. You know, Sapiti's had a really good eye. The problem is his eye sometimes is a little too good. Yep. You know, he's taking that strike three pitch that's the borderline pitch where it's like, hey, that's actually one you need to foul off. Two and one the count. And the pitch from Lardner, and that's outside for ball three. When you look at Lardner on the air, this is his 13th start. He's thrown 66 innings, given up 41 runs, walked only 14, and 62 strikeouts. So pretty good strikeout-to-walk ratio. Opponents hitting just a little bit under 300 against Lardner, so he'll give up base hits. And here is a 3-1 pitch. That's on the inside corner for a strike. 
Lardner, five wins and four losses on the year. Has not had any relief appearances at, at all. Just his 13 starts. Three and two the count. And the pitch, and Sapiti swings and misses at a pitch off the plate. Two strikeouts in the inning by Lardner, and that will bring up uh, Casey Jacobson. Oh, see, and there's the young freshman yeah. showing again. 3-1, he gets a fastball in the inner corner that he just takes. And then he swings at a 3-2 changeup that's in the dirt in the other's batter's box for ball four. And so it's just one of those things, hey, be ready for that 3-1 fastball. Jacobson steps in. Casey 0 for 3 yesterday. 1-1 the score as we play the top of the second. Cougars have a runner in scoring position here with uh, two men out now. And Lardner's pitch is a little bit outside for ball one. Penarini, the catcher for Gonzaga, just absolutely just his throws. He just loops them back. Yeah. I, I think you could literally steal a base on him. Yeah, I think he might have the yips. Not you, uh, but yeah, maybe well, Clough or yeah, Jellich. Yeah, well, McIntyre. <laughs> He might have a little of the yips. Watch him. There's a ball grounded foul down the third base side, a ball and a strike. Well, if you could time it just perfectly, have a pretty good lead, and then I don't think there's any doubt you could pick up an extra bag. Well, Casey's been hot of late. It'd be a great time for him to get a two-out knock and retake the lead. Carson Matthews on deck, the Cougars' second baseman. And Lardner... From the stretch, here is the 1-1 pitch. Outside for a ball. This uh, Gonzaga team, excellent ball club. Never beat themselves. They play great defense. They lead the conference in, in fact, defensive fielding. In the con- Cougars are about 9-7-5, I think. We're fourth in the conference. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this conference really plays defense. Yeah, it's a really good fielding league. 2-1, and one, the count. And Lardner's pitch, that's outside for ball three. I think I was, when I was watching the broadcast last night of the St. Mary's game, going into the game, St. Mary's was top 20 nationally in defensive uh, fielding percentage, but then they struggled. They had like two or three errors right. last night. One inning, they had two yeah. errors. Look back at that, uh, that team, and uh, Cougars handled them pretty easily in Provo early in the year. 3-1 pitch, ball Fouled up and out of play. A good swing there, 3-1. I like it. Being aggressive. Strike in the zone. Seems like it's been forever since we have seen Gonzaga and St. Mary's. Gonzaga was the first uh, three-game series in the conference for BYU, and I think uh, St. Mary's was the third three-game set. Three and two the count to Jacobson. And he swings and misses, goes down on strikes. Lardner strikes out the side here in the second inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through one and a half, 1-1. Gonzaga and BYU on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Quist will step in. Mike Quist, uh, senior out of Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, just a little bit east of Spokane. First pitch over for a strike. Nyquist 0 for 4 yesterday. Comes in with 10 home runs to lead this team. And also 51 RBIs. 
Here's the 0-1. That's outside. One ball and a strike. Nyquist, 6-3, 215. He is a senior. And he is playing at first base for Gonzaga. This is a team, a very veteran club. Another fastball, another strike, one and two. Yeah, they're, they're a team that have won a lot of games in their career. These guys have had a lot of experience and know how to win. These two teams have really de- developed quite a rivalry in baseball. Pitch is just up a little bit, two and two. Going back to 17 when the Cougars just needed to win one to wrap up the regular season title. And Gonzaga swept them on the last weekend. So Gonzaga was the number one seed. Swing and a miss. Nyquist goes down. And the Cougars proceeded uh, to lose the first game in the tournament in 17 here at Banner Island. And then they won four straight, the last two against Gonzaga, in thrilling fashion and to take the uh, automatic uh, NCAA bid. Cougars, I think, are the only team in the conference with a chance to get an at-large this year, so everybody else playing for that uh, conference uh, tournament championship. And the first pitch, curveball over for a strike to Pinarini. Pinarini, the catcher for the Zags, and lines one foul. Pinarini, another one of those seniors, normally hits down in the three or four hole, but Struggled yesterday, went 0 for 4, so they moved him down into the 7 slot. 273 average with 34 RBIs. And here is Easton Walker's pitch. A little bit outside for a ball. St. Mary's and LMU will follow this game. Three games played here in the ballpark today. And tonight it'll be a all-day, all-night affair here. Curveball just missed outside, two and two. Yeah, good spot right there. Just missed away. Pinarini's a guy that you don't want to miss middle into him because he can elevate and celebrate. He's a guy that really has power. I like it. Elevate yeah. and celebrate. Two-two pitch, Ooh. strike three called inside corner. Great pitch there. Second strike out of the inning, second of the game by... Easton Walker. Yeah, great location right there. Easton caught him guessing breaking ball and just pounded that fastball on the inner half. Painted corner there for a strikeout looking. Jack Crowell now steps in. Crowell has not played much this year. He's only started 10 games, 44 at-bats. Had his uh, first home run as a Gonzaga player last weekend. First pitch outside, ball one. This kid comes from a family of 13 that have all attended Gonzaga. Wow. That uh, family must have a little bit of money. It's not a cheap school. Pitch is over for a strike. This kid's uh, dream was to play baseball at Gonzaga, and he's living it. That's cool. One ball and one strike. Here is Walker's pitch. Way outside for ball two. Perfect day for baseball, partly cloudy skies, absolutely very little wind blowing on a sunshiny day. Supposed to hit about 80 degrees later this afternoon. Pitches down low for ball three. Three balls and a strike to Crowell. Isaac Barrera, the number nine hitter, due up next. 
3-1. Ball hit pretty well, left field. Right at McIntyre. He is there and will make the catch for the out. And the Gonzaga Bulldogs are retired in order. We're through two. 1-1, BYU and Gonzaga on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Carson Matthews. Carson Matthews steps in as we go to the third, all tied up 1-1, BYU and Gonzaga. First pitch to Matthews is over for a strike. Carson did not play or did not get an at-bat yesterday. Here's the 0-1, and that's a little bit low for a ball. Matthews, the uh, freshman out of uh, San Clemente, takes another pitch, another strike, one and two. Top of the order due up next to Jelilich. Here's the one, two, and Matthews checks his swing. He said he did not go. Yeah, well, Carson's done a good job at times this year, right? He's come in and sparked his lineup a few times, had a big home run at San Diego, had a big home run at LMU. 2-2. Matthews swings, foul tips it, and stays alive. He, again, is just one of those young freshman hitters that just needs to, as the maturity of hitting goes at this level, he's got to be able to start to stay off some of those breaking balls. And an excellent defensive player. Yeah, he really is. Ball fouled straight back. Because there's not a fastball that he hasn't seen that he doesn't love. He loves fastballs. Yeah, he hasn't been overmatched at no. all with the hard stuff. He just gets he just gets fooled on some sliders and change-ups. Two and two, Lardner's pitch. There's the change, and Matthews swings and misses. Four strikeouts in the last five batters for BYU, and they just continue to swing and miss at that change-up as they did last night. Well, the thing about him, again, just like Paiva last night, is he's throwing the changeup for a strike. And so then the swing and miss pitch is hard to lay off of. He's not really, he's not keeping it elevated, which is the one that you can hit. Jelic swings and misses. Danny doubled to lead the game off and then scored. Because even that pitch right there, if Danny doesn't swing, that's a called strike. So it makes it really tough when he's getting that called changeup strike. 0-1 the count to Jelilich. Uh, came into the ballgame hitting at 323. And here is Lardner's pitch, and that is a fastball on the outside corner for a strike, 0-2. Both teams with two base hits. And Jelich swings and misses and goes down on strikes. Looked like a pitch up and out of the zone, and... Uh, Four straight strikeouts now by Lardner. And five of his last six uh, putouts. Yeah, you know, when we faced him two months ago at our place, it was a cold Saturday, we left about 13 runners on base in his start and had a chance to get to him and lost that game 4-2. to two. He looks like a completely different pitcher today. First Pitch to Hills over for a strike. That went a curveball. And that might have been what, uh, you know, Makdoff, the head coach, one of some of his thinking, saw how Paiva yeah. did so well against the Cougars. And and Larger really the same type of pitcher. Pitches uh, swung on and missed 0-2. 
Cougars hit a couple of balls hard early, but uh, boy, the last couple innings, total domination by Lardner. Pitches outside for a ball. Mac Lardner is a junior. Five wins, four losses on the year. There's a little looper. Second baseman's going to go back, make the catch for the out. And the Cougars are retired in order again here in the third. We're through two and a half, one, one, BYU and Gonzaga on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Well, we talked about how good BYU was after a loss. They're 11-4 after losing a game this year. And in the elimination games here in this tournament, the Cougars are 5-3. So they over 500 in elimination games. So they haven't won a game on Thursday, but they've usually come back pretty strongly in the Friday games. And the first pitch over for a call strike to Isaac Barrera, the number nine hitter. Ball hit to left field. Uh, McIntyre back a couple of steps. He is there and makes the catch. Very nicely done by Easton. You know, it's interesting. In years past, I'll tell you, there's been lots of home runs hit in this ballpark. A lot to left, a lot to right. We haven't had quite the winds. I think when it heats up, the wind blows more here. Well, and, and it's been cooler. It's been in the 70s, which normally last time we played here two years ago was in the 90s. Well, so. Six weeks ago, yeah. it was 97 yeah. when I flew in and played yeah. Pacific. So, it's true. First pitch is over for a strike to uh, Ernie Yake. Yake homered his first time up. The only run Gonzaga has in the ballgame. Here is Easton Walker's pitch. That's up high and outside, one and one. Yeah, this is kind of the high desert, big agri- agricultural area. The port of Stockton, you wouldn't bl- it's hard to believe that this is a port. There's a ground ball hit right at Matthews. He's got it and will throw him out. But right behind the ballpark here, there is a port where ocean-going vessels come in yeah. and pick up grain and fruits and vegetables yeah. and make their way out to the Pacific Ocean. I mean, it is. A, there's a lot of uh, trade that happens here, and that's why I think that's why really Stockton is here. Yeah, it's... It's unbelievable. I would never guess that. Well, as far inland yeah. as it is, I mean, it's a good 80, 90 miles inland. Well, and the, the channel goes all the way through the bay, right? And right. Out, out of San Francisco. Pitch is over for a strike. Oh, another interesting tidbit about this ballpark. Uh, they built this facility. They have a big basketball arena just over the, the left field wall here. Swing and a miss, 0-2. And this entire thing was funded by the city. And if you remember, a few years ago, Stockton, the city, took out bankruptcy. It was the first city ever to take out bankruptcy. And this field and that basketball arena are what caused that. Oh, wow. Swing and a miss as a good inning by Easton Walker. Strikes out Guthrie Morrison. And we're through three, 1-1, BYU and Gonzaga on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. 